I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. We're back, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Resource Real Talk about Louisville Real Estate. I am your host, Jay Pitts, broker owner of Remax Premier Properties, leader of JT Pitts and Associates, the number one real estate team in the state of Kentucky. Uh, pretty proud of that. Lots of hard work went into that. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. Anyway, let's uh, handle some business right here off the top. You are watching us currently on YouTube, live, youtube.com slash Realtor. Hopefully, if you're following along on audio form, you're on one of two platforms over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. All five-star reviews, follows, shares of the posts, shares of the episodes are very much appreciated. We appreciate your support on those platforms. You can find us at Realtor on Instagram. You can find us on TikTok, at J underscore Pitts. We would appreciate your patronage there as well. Okay, so now let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is quite interesting. You know, we've been talking a lot lately about the change in the market. The, the rates are through the roof. They've settled in, maybe come down a little last week. And now, you know, it's kind of like what's next, okay? Still some very, very hot segments of the marketplace, Property selling uh, above list price under multiple offers, very, very substantial, substantial interest in the right properties. The median days on market, probably I did a, I did a uh, recorded a video. If you follow our YouTube channel, you saw it went up today. Uh, market update as of June, end of June, 2022. And a staggering statistic that you'll see is that the median days on market is five, five days. The average days on market is 32. And for the disparity of median to, to, to mean or, or median to average, for the disparity to be that much, what it means is that a substantial amount of sales occur within five days. And then if they don't occur, there's a chasm between that fifth day and the 32nd day where sales are kind of sprinkled in. Okay, pulling that average and beyond that 30-day mark, dragging the average up while the median stays down very, very low. Okay, so what you're seeing is that the best are still selling. That's indicative of the fact that there is still substantial demand in the marketplace. Okay, but the, the have-nots, if you will, the market uh, rejects, if you will, are taking substantially, substantially longer. That could mean that the property has defects. Could mean that the agent is less than an you know less than an adequate marketer. It could mean that the property is substantially overpriced. Usually means that price is the ultimate equalizer. Okay, so what does all this mean? Okay, with the average age of a real estate agent nearing sixty years of age. Okay, with the majority of real estate agents closing less than five or six transactions in a year with the Pareto principle at play where 20% make 80% of the money in terms of agents 
and the other 20% of agents share, right, the very, very, the, excuse me, the other 80% of the agents share the, the bottom 20% of commissions. We know that real estate agents are one to two transactions removed from their pipeline from being out of the business. It is our industry's version of living paycheck to paycheck. So when you're getting into this market, and we know that demand is receding, supply is increasing, it may feel like a serious market correction when, when really all we're seeing is a return to normalcy. If all you know is 2020, 2021, and half of 2022, then you don't know real estate. You don't know a normal market. You know a hectic, breakneck, frantic, contentious pace. And normal is meant to feel a little slower. So, what you would be wise... What I would be wise as a leader mentor, what you would be wise to discuss, consider, and internalize is mechanisms for plussing up your mental toughness because it ain't all sunshine and rainbows out there. This is a business that requires, especially in your first five years where 97% fail, it requires you to be mentally tough, to push through the challenging times, to push through the valleys on your way to the peaks, understanding that that, you, that peak will crest and you will descend into another valley until your business takes a consistent trajectory with small increases day over day, week over week, month over month, year over year. There will be times, there will be years, we call them step back years. There will be step back months where you make less than you did last month, where you make less this year than you did last year. But learning some methods, some mechanisms that work for most people, but specifically what works best for you, that keeps your mental toughness on point. That's what we're going to talk about today. And how we arrive at this topic is quite simple. It's funny where inspiration for this podcast come from. Literally the other day through Instagram, I'm on one of our amazing agents stories. She posts some shares from time to time of inspirational things that she comes across. Um, and, and I happen to see it, you know, it seems like, you know, the stories at the top of my Instagram feed are all real estate agents, mostly my real estate agents here at my office and my team. But, um, this agent shared a, um, shared a meme. It was actually a meme, um, of a Bruce Lee quote, a purported Bruce Lee quote, I must say, because I haven't been able to entirely substantiate, did a little, you know, G O O G L E research, uh, before we sit down to do the podcast today to make sure that I could justify. So I'm just going to throw that caveat out there. This may or may not be a Bruce Lee quote. I don't care, to be honest. I would love to um, you know, attribute it to someone. But the truth is, is the content is what matters, not who said it. Okay? So I read this, and really one specific part of this 
jumped out at me and I, I immediately opened my, my Twitter feed and I just, I, I pushed out a tweet, which is the part that felt most relevant to me. But what I'm going to do today is I'm going to take you through the inspirational process that I had for this podcast episode, okay, and, and show you how my mind works a little bit. So I'm reading this, and I'm going to read it to you, and I'm going to tell you what, it, what I think it means, and then where it took me. So this Bruce Lee meme quote, um, if you will, goes like, like this. It says, don't speak negatively about yourself. Not even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells when uttered. That's why composing them is called spelling. You kind of lost me a little there, Bruce, but either way, I kind of see where he's going. Change the way you speak about yourself, he continues, and you'll change your life. And this is the most impactful part to me. What you're not changing, you're choosing. So let's back that up a little bit. I thought the, I, th- I wasn't quite with him on the casting spells and why it's called spelling and all that. Um, but I do know that self-talk is incredibly important as it pertains to mental toughness. Now, I don't know, I don't believe that there is a specific formula or equation to adequate self-talk. But I will say this, that when I hear myself speak to others about things we've accomplished, what we've done, what we've achieved, if I feel like I adequately convey our successes with enthusiasm while maintaining some semblance of humility and straddle that line from saying just enough but not too much, from conveying success without becoming cocky or rude or delusional about my abilities, it takes me up a notch. Because the last thing I want to do is to have someone think that I'm a cocky SOB who's not as good as he thinks he is. But let's face it, social proof, proof of past success, confidence, they all play a role in building rapport with a prospect, with clients, with agents, with mentees, with anyone who has an ability to contribute to our business, our life, and to do so in a positive way. So self-talk is the precursor to being able to speak about yourself to others in a way that doesn't turn them off, but yet makes them more likely to believe in you, put stock in your opinions, and to follow you. Self-talk is incredibly important. Now, the thing that probably, like I told you, was most impactful for me and really drove this home and made it valuable and different than all the other like psychobabble, self-help BS that comes across my Instagram feed that sits, you know, in the suggested items of my Amazon or my, you know, my audible audiobook suggestions, right? What made this different? was that he took something incredibly philosophical, self-talk, 
spells or spelling and all that nonsense and how words are composed takes that place, that philosophical idea, and grounds it in action, grounds it in objective thinking, is the very last line, what you're not changing, you're choosing. I, I, that had such an impact on me. I shared it with my nine-year-old on the way home from baseball practice the other night. I said, buddy, you know what you're not changing, you're choosing. And he kind of gave me the dog head, like cocked to the side for a second. I could tell it was working on him. He kind of squinted his eyes when he did it like, like, like he does when he's thinking. And he's a smart kid. And he goes, okay, I get that, Dad. I said, well, if you get it, Explain it to me. And he said, well, you know, like, you know, if I'm, not, if I'm not focused at practice, right, then I'm not choosing to get better. And I said, exactly. It was a good, relevant example. Like, if I'm goofing off with my friends, well, then I'm choosing to be the same player I was yesterday. But if I'm changing my level of focus, if I'm elevating myself, then I'm choosing to be a better player tomorrow. I don't know that I've had a more proud parenting moment that he actually got this because that is another mental toughness must. Everything you do that improves your life, your business, your personal relationships, they're grounded in action. We can think all we want, but if we don't act, then we are in fact choosing to stay exactly where we are and not progress. There's an underlying tone of responsibility, of, of, of agency, of ownership. You take ownership of your results you're not a victim of circumstance. Now, yes, circumstances do exist. They happen to you. Yours aren't the same as everyone else's. But we all have license. We all have agency. We all have ownership of our results based on the choices we make. And it's never more apparent than when a market is backsliding, when you're coming over the peak and headed toward a trough. So it's incredibly important for you to manage your self-talk. Manage your self-talk. Explain to yourself why you think you're valuable in the same way that you would to someone else. Because I believe whoever said this, if it wasn't Bruce Lee, I believe that how you speak to yourself is incredibly important. Some of the most convicted individuals, it's funny that I choose that word, you'll find out in a moment. Some of the most convicted individuals in the world are sociopaths. Now, I'm certainly not advocating you being sociopathic. Criminals believe that their actions were necessary in a lot of cases. How can they convince themselves that they're justified, their actions were justified because of their self-talk? 
you should believe yourself. Just do it in a way that lifts you up, not tears you down, and root it in action. It's incredibly important. All right, so I told you I was going to follow my mind path here. So moving on from there, I, I, find a, um, I find another graphic. It was a share, a good account to follow Tom Bilyeu, at Tom Bilyeu on Instagram. Pretty inspirational individual. Uh, I've heard him speak before. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty incredible. Anyway, Tom shares this post that talks about mental toughness. Six things, he says, that mentally strong people do. And the funny thing is, I'm not going to read you this, um, but it just kind of, essentially, well, I guess I can, I can paraphrase. You don't waste time feeling sorry for yourself. You embrace change because it's of, of its inevitability. You stay happy and don't waste energy on things that are beyond your control. That you're kind, you're fair, and you're not afraid to speak up. You can take calculated risks like we talked about last week um, on, on the episode for Young People's Guaranteed Path to Wealth. And then we celebrate others' successes and you don't resent that success. That's mental toughness. And so what stood out to me here was how several of the items could almost be grouped. And it furthered that idea of action and proactivity, which is at the core of our core value here at JT Pitts and Associates. That feeling of proactivity and action. Move on. Don't waste time. Embrace change. It's inevitable. Stay happy. Don't waste energy. Kind, fair, afraid, not afraid to speak up. Willing to take calculated risks. Don't waste energy on things you can't control. And immediately what came to my mind when I read that was the serenity prayer. And for those of you that don't know, a psychologist by the name of Reinhold Niebuhr wrote the serenity prayer in 1951. You've probably heard it as some type of connection to those with substance abuse issues. It's a fixture amongst AA training. Um, but the serenity prayer essentially says, and I'm going to read this to you today. Now, this is grounded in, you know, in faith. So, you know, if that's not your thing, I get it. But just give me a moment and take God out of it if you want and just understand the, the simple facts and, and the application toward mental toughness that comes in this prayer. So here it goes. The serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So once again, rooted in action, isn't it? So mentally tough people tend to have a quiet confidence. They tend to be serene and still, which is, again, quite interesting in, in the way my brain works in spiderweb form mentally, usually as I'm shaving or driving down the road or you know, doing something that requires me to be quiet. Bruce Lee's most famous quote was about the stillness of water and being like water. And so mental toughness is about stillness, calmness, and quiet calm reaction, calm in the face of adversity, calm in the face of chaos. Uh, 
And so the serenity prayer tells you to first be calm, accept the things you can't change. Only expend your energy on things that you have the ability to impact. Change the things you can, so get an action, but the wisdom to know the difference. It's incredible the connection between these two ideas. And when looking at the marketplace out in front of you, changing every moment, Rates dipped last week. I didn't see that coming. The Fed's not supposed to meet for a little while longer. We had a three-quarter point rate hike. Rates were 3% four months ago, and now we're at 6.5. What is going on? I've got clients that thought they were going to get 10% over their expectation right after we listed now. We're one of the 20% of listings that's on the market right now that are over 60 days and climbing. Multiple price reductions. I'm doing an open house this weekend. I'm doing an open house every weekend. What is going on right now? The answer is that you respond to adversity. You respond to change. You respond to uncertainty with calmness. Fall back to the things you know for a fact. React based on those. Don't go too far too fast. That's what amateurs do. That's what inexperience does. Half of all the questions I get asked as a broker, owner, team leader, mentor are, all the solutions are already known to the person that asks them. I respond by saying, you know the answer to this, right? And they proceed to tell me the answer. And I say to them, you knew what to do all along. And they respond, well, yeah, but I just didn't have the confidence to execute. Now, that's a momentary place to find yourself. Because experience will take you out of that place. You know, a, a previous coach of mine used to say, don't listen to the drunk monkey in your head. Right? I mean, monkeys are spastic, right? You go to watch them at the zoo and they're all over the place. They're jumping, they're all constantly moving, they're throwing things, climbing, dangling, swinging, jumping. They never stop. You almost want them to just take a breath. Okay, so take that monkey and that level of activity and just intoxicate it a little bit. And then now you can imagine the type of, of irresponsible reaction that we see in problem solving by people that are less than mentally tough. Calm like water, just like Bruce Lee said. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells when uttered. That's why composing them is called spelling. Change the way you speak to yourself and you'll change your life. What you're not changing, you're choosing. I know it's a short episode for today, folks, but it's incredibly, incredibly important. 
mental toughness will carry you through. Mental toughness is the missing link to being a better problem solver. And we all know that our income is in direct proportion to the size of problem we get to solve. I brought a deal back to life for one of our agents yesterday. Buyer and seller had resigned themselves to fight for three or four days. Long holiday weekend. It is revived and headed, headed on a path to closing. I had a seller for another client, okay, that was about to lose a transaction because the buyer looked at the state of the market and said, we're going to do this whether you like it or not, and you're just going to have to deal with it because the market is the market and it's changed and you have no leverage. They underestimated our ability to negotiate, number one to find leverage number two, and to engage and execute upon that leverage number three. That buyer closed under the terms of the original contract as previously negotiated because they knew that we were calm like water and we would not be bullied. So who was the supreme problem solver in that equation? It was us. Calm will take you there. Like, like I said, it was a short episode today, but incredibly important. We genuinely appreciate you, you tuning in today. Uh, handle a little bit of business before we take off. You can find anything we podcast here, both on iTunes, Apple, uh, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcast. We would sincerely appreciate a five-star review there. You can send us a question that you would like answered on the, sh- on the, uh, on the review. With your five-star, we'll jump you to the front of the list. It might even be a episode topic. If you would like to submit that within your five-star review, we will totally honor that. Spotify as well. Appreciate your following there. Anywhere you podcast, Amazon Music, iHeart, Deezer, Stitcher, Pandora, Google Podcasts, there are, and the list goes on and on. Once again, on the socials, facebook.com slash the resource podcast, on Twitter, at JTPA Louisville. Uh, on Instagram, our premier distribution point for our content, at Pitts Realtor. We would appreciate your follow there. On our way to 10,000 by the end of the year. Uh, that is a goal before uh, the marketing team here at JT Pitts and Associates. You can find us on TikTok. We're on our way to 1,000 followers there, at J underscore Pitts. And live every Wednesday, uh, or most Wednesdays, I don't know, at uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Pitts Realtor. Keep an eye for our short uh, short form videos that we're putting out for you. We appreciate all your engagement there as well. For Resource Real Talk about Louisville Real Estate, I am your host, Jay Pitts, broker owner, REMAX Premier Properties, leader of JT Pitts & Associates. We'll see you soon.